We don't go out here going after people trying to, to make people look stupid. That's not our job. That is not our job. That's not what we do. Myself and Robert, we're trying to bring about awareness one day at a time. What we do today is the same thing we're going to do next week. We're going to keep bringing stuff to you for awareness. This coronavirus is the biggest thing that we're trying to get everybody to understand, and we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. We're also going to talk about uh, some funny stuff. Uh, I, I wish, I hope that some of you guys was on the page. My page is The Point with Travis and Rock. It's on Facebook. <laughs> you can join the page, and you can you can uh, just look at some of the articles I bring up. Okay? Once again, this is not an attack show. I don't attack black people. I don't have a problem with African-American females, African-American men. I don't have a problem with black people. I got a problem with niggas, and I keep telling y'all that over and over again. And if you're a nigger, I'm talking to you. If you're not, then don't worry about it. You're, you're good with me. But when I start saying things about what these people are doing, these, these degenerates and these suspect human beings, those are the ones that I talk about. And when I say something about them, if you want to call in and continue to defend them, then I will consider you part of the problem. What's going on, Sir Weaver? I'm going to consider you part of the problem because that is the problem, and you guys can see it. It's not, it's not something that's hidden away. It's right there. Okay? So, having said all that, let me go ahead on and get into our first thing. Uh, Robert, caller number two is uh, Steve, so you can let him in. Get up. Okay. Caller number two. Call him Telling myself this makes no sense to me. 
Now, I understand. These are some of the prerequisites. Prerequisites. Now, listen to this very carefully. I can't make this up. Hey, listen. I cannot make this up. Prerequisite number one, you have to last more than two minutes. Prerequisite number two, you have to have a health card. You got to go get tested with all the STDs and everything else. You got to go and get tested before you before you engage in anything with her. The two things that I didn't see was her success rate and how much she charged. Because I guarantee you, no pastor is going to be in the healing business if she's actually doing it. So, she said something on her video. I watched her, her video this morning. She said something very, very familiar. She says, if you sleep with your husband's brother, then you have no faith in your husband. That's what she, that's what she put out. If you sleep with your husband's brother, then you have no faith in your husband. And she began to preach a sermon about that, and I just kind of like fell, fell out laughing. This is the most ridiculous, asinine, craziest thing I've ever heard in a pulpit in my life. So you call your pastor, tell your pastor that you have a person. What, first of all, maybe Robert can help me, or maybe somebody on Facebook Live can help me. What the hell is a fertility problem? And how can she heal that? That's what I need to understand. The only way she can heal a fertility problem is she has to get pregnant. I just so I just I just I wanted to, to get just have a little fun with that for about fifteen minutes and then we'll go on to the to the meat and potatoes of the show. I just wanted to holler about that. So if we have any callers and we do obviously, um, I'm gonna ask Robert first and I'm gonna ask Steve. And then we're going to catch some of these dollars that's on the line because we obviously are full of dollars. All right. Um, Robert, please help me. Well, Travis, I am going to pass this hot potato to Steve, and I'm going to tell you why. If there is a hate, anything that I say right now is going to get me an infinity sentence instantly. So I'm going to pass it to Steve. <laughs> Well, y'all say y'all want to have fun with this, and I'm going to keep it 100. Number one, is she fine, Travis? I, 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 that, that, what kind of question is that for you to ask me? Well, because number two, I need to go be a member of that church. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Okay. Come on, pass that back on to y'all, bro. I, hey, so, I'm going to pass that back on to you. Since we can package it up as black humor and satire, maybe I won't go to hell tonight because I'm going to say, I've said it in Bible extensively, but I've never seen the scripture where he said, up on your cock, I'm going to build my church. <laughs> so is the church in Georgia? Is the church in Atlanta? Is the church in Atlanta? No, Steve, it's the Nigerian church. It's, it's huh? Nigeria. It's in the, the Delta State. It's in Nigeria. Okay, I'm going to say you need to send me to Nigeria. <laughs> now, now why? there's a way to get me in the church. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> there's a way to get me in the church. I, I, I'm going to say this. 
I knew there was thirst, but I didn't know the thirst was real. I cannot believe Tom Brady saying that you would. Terrence, look at it like this. The first Sunday will be the best Sunday. You walk in, you get some wine, and
and and and what the what the, what 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 the real deal with us? If you read Deuteronomy one through fifth one through fourteen, it'll tell you about all our blessings. That's what you that's what you gonna hear when you go to church. You're gonna talk about your blessings feel good, so you can put money in that pot. Think about it. But they don't tell you from fifteen to sixty eight. They tell about our curses. If you read it and you understand it, if you read it, you understand it. It's talking about us. Even even the people in Israel call themselves the Jews. If you look at what God said in the Bible, all over the Bible that He's gonna send Israel. He gonna free. He gonna send Moses. Moses clear Israel, them slaves out of Egypt, right? And then was all then was that was us. All that was us. When we got back across the water and we start being rebellious, God put all these curses on us. And people don't really believe that, but if you really sit down and think about our life. Think about I'm a fifty nine year old man. So you think I think about all the things that I've been through, all the things I've seen, man, but I've never seen such a movement like this because everybody tired of the same old stuff that we was taught. It was given to us. We wasn't we wasn't, you know, we didn't, we, we forgot, we forgot who we was, man. God, but God, God got mad with us, man. We brought across that water, man, and we been rebellious. We still rebellious today as black people, and we we are the true descendant of God. Nobody can convince me of that, because I've been through many churches, played music for churches for years and years and years. But after I seen what the real deal is with us, until we come back to the, the understanding of the Most High God. We're going to always have issues in the black churches and among each other. So I'm not, I'm not just talking. If anybody wants to study for themselves, do the research. If you want to see something, go go online and look at Hebrews to Negroes. And you will, you will understand everything about our black race and why, why we where we are. And, 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 mm. and this guy used scripture to back it up. He ain't just talking. You know, but you just look at the Bible in a different way, man, because it's really, I mean, I, man, if I had the money back that I put in churches, ain't really nothing been really been done for the community. I probably would be to do more for the community right now than, than they ever could. And most of them ever do. Oh, do. You know, I know they're sitting on the corners or whatever, but back in the day when I was telling that, man, it was it was more true to this. But most of the ministers that preach every day, they go to, if, you, if they go to a seminary school, they know about the Hebrew is like, but nobody, they don't want to preach it because they don't want us to know who we are. Why in the hell we've been getting the shit beat out of us forever? And they don't want, they don't want us to know who we are. And we, and we don't even really, sometimes we don't even care who we are. But this thing got to change, man, because it's the only way all this stuff gonna change, man. It's, you know, it's I've seen so much stuff in church, man. I've been in church, but I'm, I'm gonna stop right here. Let everybody else go ahead and put their two. Go ahead, put put, put it in, and you know I just want to throw it throw it at you guys. Coach, Coach, Bell, Coach Bell, don't go anywhere. Yeah. We ain't done with you yet. Uh-huh. Don't go anywhere. Don't put your whole. I'm ready. Go to these next and uh, like I said, we'll open it back up in a little bit after we've got done with the main subject of tonight. We're gonna talk about COVID-19. Right. That's what I'm gonna bring everybody on. We'll have a panel discussion. But hang on, don't go anywhere. Okay. okay. I got you, bro. I'm All right, here. call it three. Your mic is open. You just heard it come off mute. That last four digits of thirty-six eighty-two. 
This is Ron Johnson. What's All right. How you doing, Ron? All right. How's it going? It's, it's I just got in. Got, got in a little late. I, I missed some of the, the the talk, but I just got in. Okay. Uh, just really, really talking about this. It's a female pastor who's uh, who has told everybody that God has anointed her vagina to heal men with their fertility problems and. So we were kind of touching on that, and I wanted to get some feedback from you guys on that. Okay. And thought about it. Okay. I, I thought all all females thought that they had the power to do that. <laughs> yeah, they do. That's what I thought. I always thought all females had that power. <laughs> Up. With my I'm getting up. Oh, my <laughs> 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 I'm getting up. 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 I
Yes, sir. I will be up early, early service. I can't. I can't. Say, I it's gonna be a whole lot of tongues. I can't. It's gonna be a whole lot of tongues and tongues up in that church. Oh, boy. Yes. Yes. My, yes, one Lord. of my buddies on Facebook said, "Ask the flock on your flock." Yes, Lord. I'm gonna say this, friend. And then we gonna move I'm on to the next segment. I bring the well, big going to church. Most of these people been going to church, and some of these pastors have been fucking them all the time without no kill. <laughs> now you yep. got the key to the game. Yeah. He gonna fuck you and tell you. And I was gonna say that, Robert. You can still in my thunder, by the way. I was gonna say that. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry it's, sir. The it's the equivalent, fellas, of the same thing these male pastors are doing. But I just never thought I'd ever see it in reality with a woman doing that. And then she openly admits it and says this. Now my wife corrected me. She didn't say you gotta last more than two minutes. She said that you could only last for two minutes. For two minutes, what? she heals your fertility problem. <laughs> she heals your fertility problem. So if you can't, I don't know, I still cannot understand how that heals it, but if she got one of them, and she called herself a service angel sent from heaven by God. A service <laughs> angel. What the hell is a service <laughs> angel? What is Shut up, Robert. Shut up, Robert. Don't, don't say it. Got it. I always wanted one. You all wanted one. I'm always wanted to show this angel. Okay. All right. You know, it's ridiculous trying to talk to y'all, man. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I'm telling you, man. I'm trying to have a simple. Well, really. I wanted, Coach Bell kind of tapped on what I was talking about. I think in certain instances, we take this religion thing a little too far. It's okay to have a belief. But one of the biggest things I think the evangelicals and the Christians have that I just really despise is that they cannot differentiate spirit and the flesh. That's the problem. Everything with them is spirit and spirit and spirit. Nothing is Nothing out there is ever just with the flesh. When you pay your bills, that ain't spirit. That's the flesh. That's what you do. Everything is not is not spiritual. It's just, just getting with this COVID-19. This is not a spiritual virus. This virus was created by man to destroy man. That's what it's supposed to do. There's no spirit in it. There's no will of God. There's nothing in it. And people treat it like, well, I can just go sit down and pray and it'll go away. No, it doesn't. It doesn't do that. Because that virus doesn't have a religion. It doesn't believe in God. What it believes in is destroying all humanity. That's what that virus does. And that's something we'll get into in a minute. Uh, Robert, I think we do have another caller from the 770 area code, Last Force 4410. Caller, what's your name? Uh, El- this, this is Leon Washington, Ellenwood, Georgia, Atlanta area. What's going on, Leon? How you doing, brother? Hi. Want to comment on this I'm- conversation? I was uh I wanted you to finish your point. I was listening to what you were saying, but I wanted to allow you to finish your point on what you were speaking on as far as the whole covert thing. Okay. 
That's and and being spiritual. And, you want me to finish it? I was just giving, you know, I see you. I see. You. I don't want to keep you guys on the live waiting forever, so I wanted to let you in. Uh, I can finish it. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. What I'm saying is, is that we, especially our people, and that's the only people I care about. I mean, that's the only people I have to even give a damn about right now, because I, I get on this show. You guys haven't been here before, and I want to thank y'all for being first time callers. Uh, so I get a lot of feedback and, and, and blowback on my show. When people say, you always talk about what black folks do. White folks do it too. I understand that. But I'm not concerned with what they do. They're going to do what they do, and they're going to get what they get, whether it's good or bad. What I'm concerned with is what our people are doing. And like I said, this COVID-19 thing, it's not a spiritual virus. And people don't, people feel, most of the time, evangelicals and Christians, they feel that if they just go find a closet or find somewhere to kneel and pray, they can pray, and then everything goes away. That's a belief. That's not a fact. If that was the case, I'd be a rich man. If that was the case, I would be president of the United States. If I could just pray for it and get it. God is not a genie. You can't rub him three times and expect him to poop, give you a wish. What you have to do is do something to get yourself out of that situation. Man created COVID-19. God didn't create it. And I, don't, I can tell you right now, his whole philosophy is, I didn't create it, what the hell I'm going to do about it? I didn't make it. And that's the problem that we have today. Once again, we think that no matter what we do, treacherous or good or whatever, whatever we do, we always got this thing that we can go kneel and pray it away and it's going to go away. I guarantee you can do all that. You can, you, can, you can switch eyes until they bleed. That virus ain't going nowhere until they find a cure. That's what everybody needs to understand. What's going on, Tasha? That's what y'all got to understand. Hey, Ray. So when you guys can have and understand that, it will have I got that it. It'll, it'll be a little bit more. Now, you can go ahead if you want to, Leon. Leon? Did he hang up? No. Nah. Yeah. It dropped, Leon. So we can go. You want to go to caller one? We can go back to, uh, uh, well, I, 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 are we done with this Pastor Victoria thing, uh, Veronica thing? We done with her? Now, if y'all got yeah. to cut us, let's get out of the way now. Yeah, we done with her. We done with we her. We done with her. All right, then we can move on. Uh, you can go ahead and get, get bail and the rest of them on the line. We'll go ahead and discuss it. Okay, I'm opening up everybody's mic. If you get too too much noise, I'll start closing them up. So everybody's open, okay. Travis. Call on who you like. Well, Leon's back too, so we can we can hear. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, what were you I'm, I'm I'm back. You said it's not spiritual, Angelica, angelic, like you said. But growing up, what did you what did you grow up at? Did you grow up in the South? Yes. Did you grow up in the South? Yes sir. yes, sir, I did. Okay. Sometimes we we only do what we taught. And mm-hmm. in the South, we taught to go to God when there's a problem. Am I right or wrong? You're right. I agree. So you can't knock somebody for doing what they were taught. That's just like you look outside and you look at the grass and say the grass is green. How do you know it's really green? Because somebody taught you that. 
Mm-hmm. So you can't, I get what you're saying, but you can't knock people for going to their knees and asking God to take care of a problem. So I disagree with, I understand what you're saying, but I kind of disagree with it because okay. I, I, I believe in the power of God. That's just me. And I feel mm-hmm. like God can change things. Sometimes things happen in your life and you wonder why they happen. No, I do believe COVID was created by man. But at the same time, what I do every night when I pray, I pray for God to put his hands on the scientists and the doctors to find a cure or a vaccine. So that's kind of... That that's that's just yeah, it's the catch twenty two when you oh, say that. Oh, he. Okay. We'll be um, back. Can I can I retort to that? No, you uh, of course. Okay. Well, well, first of all, like I like I was telling you, you came in a little late. So let me go ahead and just say this isn't an attack show. You have your beliefs. No, 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 you have your beliefs. I have mine. And I'm never going to tell you what you should should do okay. when it comes to your beliefs. Just like nobody's going to tell me what I do, what I should and shouldn't do because of my beliefs. Now, to, uh, to respond to what you said, I don't feel I was knocking them, but here's my here's my, my, my response to that. Do anybody on this panel know what the definition of insanity is? If you don't, I'll tell you. Okay, we're yeah. okay. The definition of insanity is doing something over and over again the same way and expecting a yeah. different result. That's what it is. Okay. And if you keep doing it the same way and you don't change anything, you don't change anything, you're going to get the same result every time. In other words, I say this about people, I say this about people who always say to me that, uh, you know, about people who do X, Y, and Z, I always have a thing, but I'm going to tell you, I say this all the time. Change your mindset, change your finances, change your location, and you can change anything you want. And I mean that. If you sit here and stay in the same place, rag your house, don't clean up, don't do anything, work in a, don't work a job, don't do anything, and you keep praying, every, every time you pray, you're going to get the same stuff every time. You got to go get it yourself. You have to do it yourself. There is a there, there is treatment that you can do. If you pick up a book and read or pick up the, uh, the Internet, go get on the Internet and read it, it'll tell you certain things that you can do. Wash your hands. It'll tell you that, stuff like that. Avoid contact with people. Avoid this, avoid that. Now, if you don't listen to that and then you run out there and do, a, do everything that you've been doing and then you come at home and drop, drop to your knees and pray, if you drop dead from COVID, don't say anything. I don't think there's anything you can say. You have to change your mindset. Yeah, you still wait for the cure, but get out there and do things to make sure that you're safe and everybody that you love is safe. That's what I'm saying. So I'm not I'm not okay. knocking people on their knees No, 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 no. I never felt like that you're knocking anything. But when you say what you're saying and I understand what you're saying, just like you saying Learn behavior. Sometimes learn behavior is not a bad thing. 
And what I mean by that, if you're going to be good at something, if you don't continue to do it and practice at it, how are you going to be good? It's just like becoming an athlete and certain things that you do. Just say, Let's just say a, a, being a cornerback in football. It's, it's almost muscle memory if you're doing something over and over again. You're taught to backpedal. You're taught to watch the quarterback. You're taught to do that. That's part of learned behavior also. So right. if you don't do those things, how can you be good at what you're doing? So it, it depends on what you're talking about as far as learned behavior. Because you're right. If you get up every day and you ain't doing nothing, you ain't changing your situation. So it all depends on how you're using learned behavior. Right. I have a question. Leon. Leon. Yeah. I just said that. (laughs) No, you didn't. No. (laughs) No. That's not what you said. That's not what you said. I'm talking about as far as learning behavior. You said if you don't never change what you do, then how do you expect a different response? But sometimes the learned behavior that you're learning, it depends on what you're learning. And if I missed it, then I'm wrong. Oh no, we don't we don't do that on the show. We're not trying to. I'm not trying to best you on anything. I'll make you look. Like no, no, no. I'm, I, no, no, no. I'm just saying, if I miss what you said, then I'm. I missed it. Right. Uh, what What I'm saying is, is that it's okay to pray. But if you think that prayer is the only thing, you you said yourself, prayer changes things. Things you said that. But I'm saying that you have have to add stuff to it. You don't just. You don't take a pile of spaghetti, pour barbecue sauce on it, and call it soul food. You have to. You actually have to do something else with it. So when oh you, yeah, when there people, are steps. When you when people talk about religion, and that's fine. You can talk about religion, and that, and that, anybody can say it. But see, the thing that I get mostly out of religion is some of the same old stuff, and it's not getting us anywhere. It's not. We were taught back in the forties that when the white burned across in your front yard, you run out the back of the woods. Have you get on your knees and pray? Have you ever thought of running? Have you ever thought instead of running, put some hot rocks in that guy and them goddamn white sheets? Anybody ever thought of that? Hey, hey, Chuck, can you hear me? You don't think of it. Yeah, what's up? Can you hear me? Okay. I hear you. Let me say, I'm kind of with Leon, and let me tell you why. And I'm just thinking about this, 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 this coronavirus. And y'all see what Leon's saying, that's the only thing he got to turn to is prayer. Prayer. You said man created this corona, but God created this corona. What is it? And I'm going to ask this question, y'all, brother. What is it that God needs to continue to do to work, wake up our black communities? What is it that he would do? And the only thing we got to turn to is prayer. Like we talked the other week was on the program, man. Prayer done brought us a long way doing slavery, doing civil rights. If it wasn't prayer, we probably wouldn't be in the position that we're in now. Since we're in the position that we're in now, I think we forgot how to pray. So I'm going to swing back to y'all. Can I... Can I say something about that right there, Travis? 
Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, man. I, I need to refresh just, my Just story. in my opinion, just in my opinion, we pray when we haven't followed instruction. In other words, you pray when you have violated the rules of the book and you find yourself in a jam. If we follow the said rules as they laid out in the book, then you should gain self-freedom. Literally, financially, you name it, a peace of mind. Then there's no need to pray. See, let your walk be your prayer. See, some people go to church every Sunday, but life starts when they open those doors and go to the parking lot. Now how do you act? Do you govern yourself accordingly like you did for the 45 minutes to three hours that you was in church? See, these are the questions. So based on something that Leon said earlier, there's a bigger question that takes us deeper down in the rabbit hole, right? But I'm not going to ask mm-hmm. that question right now because I want this conversation to continue to unfold because we're going to go deep based on the trajectory that we're on right now. Okay, well, I tell you what, Robert, let's take a quick break. Let's go ahead and get into the COVID thing. There's one more thing I want to add at the end of the thing. So let's go ahead on and just enter right into the COVID-19 situation. So let's do a quick, quick break. You guys hang on for a second. Run this, and let's. Uh, we'll be right back in about 38 seconds. Survive four more years, 
fine, but if he doesn't, can this country be fixed? That's question number two. Question number three is the statement. Why is our money very important in this next election? All right, I'm going to skip that number of four because it did not weigh is still alive. I want to talk about is our youth constantly defying these stay-at-home orders with these parties and everything, and the opening, the opening of the state. Okay, so first things first. Steve, do you feel we're in trouble? I want everybody on this panel to answer me. Rob, you can open them up, and I want everybody on this panel to answer that question. Do you feel we are in trouble? Uh, yeah. Yes. And then I yes. want to know why. We, hey, we we've been in we've been in trouble. Since we got the right to vote And hmm. the reason I say We're in trouble Simple fact because Right now when you're talking about this virus Are we talking about what is it that we need to do To save Hold on, our Steve. Steve. Hold, on. Hold, on. Hold on Steve Hold on The people that are on the line You guys are busy doing something Please, please yeah, mute your phone Please mute your phone if not, we got to go through silence. So who is making all this noise so we can silence you? So if you guys are doing something in the background, go ahead and mute your phone. When you're ready to talk, unmute it. We got you guys open. You can talk, all right? Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, so, yeah, I think we're in trouble. Sometimes with this, with, if we concern, we're talking about what is it that we need to do for us, this coronavirus for us black folks. I know a couple of weeks ago, I this is my third, fourth week, been on the show with y'all now. You know, here we go. Like I say, we I, I made a suggestion that hey, let's go to the community and try to educate these black people, letting them know what we're going on. We got them out here killing people, shooting people, robbing people, not wearing the mask, just doing this other stuff. And they saying that blacks are the more that they the ones that's getting this stuff. And my thing is, we're in trouble because. We're losing our black people, and we're not educating them. Hell yeah, we're in trouble, Mr. Edmund. Anybody else want to elaborate on that? I think we're in trouble. Of course, we're going around. Yeah. It's a roundtable now. Everybody's mic is open. Step in when you can, gentlemen. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, this uh Coach Duffy. Um, I feel we're in trouble. And, I mean, it's as simple as shit rolls downhill, you know, that the leadership we have in this country right now is just not about it. I don't think that it's the fact that they're not smart enough. I know for a fact they are, but they don't care. And it's about money. It's about other things. It's about everything but making sure that our people is safe, you know. And uh, at the end of the day, we're going to suffer for it. And there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, nothing. We can talk. We can we can chant, we can fuss, we can whatever, but they're pushing the buttons, man. They're in control. So, Dustin, you don't, you don't so think there's you nothing you can, can do, do, Mr. Dustin? I mean, yeah, I feel like I, there's something I can do for me and my family and those close to me, but I can't come, I can't go out and save the world. I don't have that power. And even the people in power. I mean, when you got the president that on TV <laughs> – suggesting to the people that work for him, knowing damn well that they would have never got up there and said nothing like that. But he's sitting there looking at them, saying 
to to inject. <laughs> oh my God! I mean, I almost fell out. I could not believe that this man is sitting here looking at his people that work for him and telling them that, and and nobody nobody went against him when he said that. He should have immediately jumped up and said, no, sir, that cannot happen. But that's never going to happen. As long as this guy is in charge, man, people are going to die. Now, I'll turn, take it back to you guys. All right. This first. Mel. Little Reverend Bear. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I, was, I was hearing a comment saying a while ago that we're going to have to go through it. I mean, nothing we can do about it, man. I, I, I just, I, I disagree with that because this reason why, man, we don't get through enough in our life. Don't y'all think it's about time for us to live like we're supposed to live? So, you know, all the coronavirus stuff, you know, I don't think that if it was a man-made, I think God put it here because it is in the Bible that's going to be plagues on the earth and the earthquakes and everything else. Ain't it happening right now? I don't think nobody can disagree with me. But for us going through, I ain't I ain't looking to go through again because this is this is our time and we got to get it right. We just like like Steve said, we got to sit together. We got to start going to community. We just got to start taking time to do it. But life is so busy. I don't think life will be this ever like we know it before. I think life gonna change for us at this point. That's all I say. Yes, sir. Let's move on to Brother Leon. Brother Leon. Yes. Hold on, hold on, Brother Leon. Robert. Yes, sir. Find out who got that background noise. Just go ahead and mute them. I can't. People are talking. That noise is very annoying. So you keep asking. Put your phone on mute if you're not talking. Please put your phone on mute. Find out who it is and then just go ahead and mute them. Okay. If you got a TV on or something, turn it down. All right, I'm going to leave Leon and Steve open until I find it. I think I know where uh, it is. What do you think? What do you think, Leon? Are we in trouble? Leon? Okay, he took Leon off. I'm sorry, I have uh, my phone on mute. Okay. Um Yeah, we we in we in trouble for the simple reason being. Um my opinion, and this is just my opinion. I don't think they're in a rush to find a vaccine because I read an article about these ventilator systems that they're using. They're saying it's killing more people than it is helping people. Say they don't need nothing that serious is destroying the lungs. They need something more like a CPAP machine. And the reason they're using the ventilators is they get paid more for the ventilators than they do anything else. I just read that this morning. Where the ventilators come from, Leon? They come from they come from the government. <laughs> yeah, they they uh so it's all some money thing. They willing to kill people to make money. And the governor here in Georgia they they in here in Georgia, the governor opens up all the black pay, all the black places that people visit. I don't mean to stereotype, 
But let's just be honest. We love the barbershop. They love the beauty salons. They love the nail salons, gyms. Everybody want to look good. But if you call the governor's mansion right now and try to set up an interview um, to, to take a tour of the governor's mansion, they tell you the governor's mansion is still closed. So how you gonna Thank close you. the governor's mansion? How you gonna close? How you close the governor's mansion for tours, but open up these other places? Because it That's puts you in harm's way. You don't care about nobody else. You care about yourself. And the money and I the pressure did. you getting from all these millionaires to make money. Amen. So it, it, That's what I said, we're in a whole lot of trouble. Because what we always been told, money is the rule of all evil. Mm. And, people in power. I mean, the love, people the gotta love understand. You, the love, yeah. It it, it takes away. You got the love when you got money, and when you got money, you gotta know how to be humble with it. And if you don't know how to be humble with it, because I've been there and done it, when you ain't humble. Yeah, I'm a spiritual person. God will take it away from you to show you mm. and make you humble. Mm. So the next time you know how to act. But mm. they don't mind killing us for the love of money. But how do, how my my grandma, my granddaddy, my daddy, them say every dog got their day. And they day coming. Mm. Mm. Yep. And I'm I'm going to leave it like that. Here, here, here. Preach, man. All right, then. This next guy. Next gentleman. Who you got next? Right? I believe I believe we went through everybody. If I left out somebody, just speak up. On the line, we have Bell, we have Duffy, we have Leon, we have Steve, and we have myself and Travis. Okay. Hey, okay, now I want to ask so you guys, so, Just so you guys know, I want you guys to, to be regulars on the show. I want y'all to keep coming back. The more people I get, and I mean, and this is something that I told Steve, it starts with us. Because what I need you to do is tell If you tell two, tell two. But at least tell one person. To, to tune into the show, call it. Get one person. That one person gets one person or two people. Then that person gets one person. Before you know it, then you can start what is called a movement. Right now, this is a panel discussion. It's not a movement. Because you, right now between us, we still don't have enough people to, to even make a dent and try to make any of these politicians do what we want them to do because they're elected for the people and by the people. And they don't understand that. It ain't, it ain't, you're not elected by the people for your damn self. You are elected for the people by the people. But see, it seems to me like a lot of these people that's in office, their only concern is helping out their constituency. Those are the ones who are, are the millionaires and the billionaires. They don't want to help. They don't want to help working class citizens or people that's right on the poverty line or below. They're not going to help those. So it's got to be something in it for them, and we understand that. You're right. Beauty salons, barbershops, small restaurants, nail salons, uh, movie theaters are supposed to open up Monday. Uh, uh, was yeah, supposed to open up Monday. Uh, the bowling alley, things like that, and we understand. Yeah, they frequented by white folks too. We understand that. But this this is the this is the type of rebuttal that I get, especially from people of our own color on this show. They will say it, Travis. White people do it too. Well, I'm gonna say it for the record. I understand. I do. White people do it. 
They they go to movie theaters. They go to everything. See, this, this whole this social distancing thing is what the what the real issue is. We understand old heads like us, and I don't mean old as elderly. I mean old people who've been through it. Some of us have gone overseas and fought in Iraq. We brought our ass back without a scratch. Some of us have been through other stuff, and we made it without a scratch. Some of us have been through the NFL, CFL. We've been through that without a scratch. And you want to be taken out by a damn blue virus? That's that's, that's the nine within itself. We are not prone to dying of something like that, especially when there is obviously a, a solution that it's not a cure, but you know what? It can help prolong but we can't get these young people to understand that there is a solution. All we got to do right now is stay in place. We're going to have to do it. We ain't got no choice. We're going to have to stay in place. We're going to have to practice good hygiene. We're going to have to wash our hands. We're going to have to sing the right way until this thing blows over. Once it blows over and the, and the doors are open, then run out there and frolic and do whatever the hell you do. But right now, we have to understand, just because the government opened up the state, Gresham Park yesterday was off the I'm sorry, not yesterday. Uh, Sunday was off the chain. And I put the video out. You guys don't know what my page is. It's called The Point for Travis and Robert. Go to that on Facebook. Uh, just go ahead and get a request. We'll go ahead and take you in. I want y'all to look at some of the articles I have put out. I do this because I'm trying to keep everybody on point with everything. I want everybody to understand what's happening and what's not happening. I want you guys to see it. That way, when it comes out and you read these articles, then you can say, okay, now I know I'm, a, I'm on point with this. That's the only reason I did it. I wanted to, be, I wanted to get to, to, a, to an area where we can start setting our watches by. We have to be educated ourselves. Me, I do a lot of research on stuff. I find out things. I research it. I don't pass on false information. What I do is I look it up and make sure that it's legit. If it ain't on CNN, MSNBC, or anything like that, guess what? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. So if people send something and say so-and-so said this, I make sure I look it up before I even post it to make myself look stupid. I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to make anybody right here on this panel now, I'm not going to make you look stupid. Therefore, I do my research. And you guys can do it too. You guys can get on that page. If y'all got any articles, or any any uh, any. Uh, news articles or any kind of feed that y'all want to put on there, you guys come on the page, drop it. Let me look at it, and we'll go we'll go from there. I appreciate you guys coming on the show. So I just want to let y'all know that. Please don't be a stranger. Now, Mayor Bottom in Atlanta, Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottom uh, was saying that she didn't even know that the state was being opened back up. The governor never said two words to her. Now, you guys are familiar with it. With Downtown Atlanta, you guys are. We've been, I think all of us have been there long enough. How far is Atlanta City Hall from the Gold Dome? Anybody? Probably about two miles. No, maybe a mile and a half. No, nope, nah, Steve, it ain't that far. Atlanta it's, City um, Hall, Atlanta it's, City it's, Hall, it's probably. Georgia Gold Dome is about 100 yards apart. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's, it's it's about a hundred. They ain't that far apart. You can walk right across the street. You can walk. From you you can be from the mayor's office to the governor to the gold dome in five minutes or less walking. 
That's from the mayor's office inside the building. Okay. Now, he couldn't have sent a carrier pigeon or nothing and tell her about this stuff. She had to find out on the news. That's how the mayor found out. Now, when she said when she said something about it, she says, "I'm sorry, but I can't risk the people of the city of Atlanta getting you know messed up behind you opening up all this stuff." So mayor said, "I'm keeping everything closed." Somebody went on the Twitter feed and for and quoted, "Shut up, nigger, and open this and reopen the city." Now, damn. Now, <laughs> we got too many enemies right now. We got too many enemies, and the mayor was upset about it. She was relatively very upset. As a matter of fact, the FBI is investigating where that feed came from. So if your dumb butt put a URL number on that and you said that, you through. You'll never work again in this state, probably never again in this country. You will never. So if y'all like losing your jobs and losing your positions and losing your money and everything, keep doing that dumb stuff. Keep doing it. Keep calling black folks and niggas. Do what you do. This is different from what I do. I talk about niggas. I talk about the general. That's what I talk about. I would never call the mayor of the city of Atlanta a nigga. Never. And I would never fix my mouth to say it. We have an obligation as now elders. Some of us on this panel I know are grandfathers. I'm a grandfather. I know some of us are. I don't know if everybody's grandfather, but some I'm a grandfather. I don't want my grandkids growing up having to deal with this mess that we made and we could have fixed. We could have fixed this. It's real simple. Education is the key. Get your kids. Go grab your kids up and tell them, stay your butt at home. And I'm telling you, stay at home. You got children, you need to stay home. You don't need to be out there in those streets. You don't need to go to no beauty salon. You don't need to be in no nail salon. You don't need to be in no bowling alley. You don't need to be nowhere. You need to be at home. And you need to make your children understand that. And you need to pass that on to, to another person who's got kids and grandkids. Pass it on to another person. And we'll keep passing on and passing on until we get the message. Because these people are dropping like flies. We had 100,000. I think right now we just passed 100,000 uh, cases of coronavirus in this country. With 56,000, 57,000 deaths. This makes no sense. This makes no sense. And I guarantee you the majority of those people... That are, that are in these mortuaries now, that are in these, in, in these, these graves now, are mostly African Americans because we lack education. So how can we get the true numbers of that? Uh, Leon, uh, Duffy, how can we get the true numbers? Is these numbers yeah, that being reported, are they true I numbers? They're not true. There are a million cases, Travis, right now in the United States. One million, over a million. I'm sorry, did I say a million? Or did I say a hundred thousand? Yes. I thought I said a million. Are those true numbers? Absolutely Um, not. So why would you say that? I I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah. It, it, we, we can't get a true number because 
in order for people to be counted, they got to go into the hospital and be reported to the CDC or go to the morgue and just the peace. So if you're at home in your house and you're dead, they don't know or they act like they don't know. If you, you don't know how many people actually have this stuff in America because they're not going to ramp up the test because there's no, there's no mortgage backing. And what do I mean by that? When you go and sign up for some insurance, right, because there's some finance associated with it, you have to take certain kind of tests to qualify, even though they say they don't worry about pre-existing conditions. When you go and get your car, they mandate that you have insurance. They take that freedom away from you. You can't drive around these streets legally without having insurance because it's backed by a mortgage finance company. So here's the thing. Why can't they wrap up testing and make it mandatory? A lot of people are not going to agree with it. First of all, I'm taking a test. I'm not going to put me in the system and get all my DNA in there. Some people are going to have that issue. The next thing is there is no finance behind it. The only finance that's coming behind this right now is, and this is where the confusion is, if you don't keep your ass in the house and follow all of these instructions to a T, in Texas, they write you a $1,000 check, a $1,000 fine, I mean. So they're criminalizing. Or some of the fallout from this disease has now become a monetary on more than one front. It is de developing an entire industry of commerce that I hope black people are not sitting around twiddling their thumbs and miss out on again. See, Mr. Bell said something very important. It is something we can do. We can unite so we never find ourselves in this situation again. Now, some folks can fall on their knees and pray, but we need to be moving. Pray while you're moving. Please, don't sit still now. Let's get through this and make sure that we turn this world into the best place that we can turn it into when we get on top. Let's be humble. Let's hang on. Let's not hang on to the ways of these masters. And that's what brings me to the question that you asked. You said something earlier, Leon, that struck a chord in my soul about tradition, about growing up in the South and habits and different learned behaviors. My question now is to the panel is, how do we continue to ignore the lie of this learned behavior? And who can answer that question? Education. Talk about education. You had your vice president 
Vice President Pence at a at a hospital talking to Corona patients. Listen to me, beat the beat. Every doctor, every nurse had a, a mask on, and your vice president didn't have a mask on. How do you explain that? My thing is, and, and, and I'm being honest, you know, this stuff could have been a bargain. And like I said, education, man, I, like I said, our leadership is terrible, man. But my, my, my thing is, how are we going to move on from this and how are we going to educate our kids when we don't have our leadership showing us the right way or the wrong way? Good question. We have to focus. We have to focus on real leadership, community, household leadership. We can't count on these dudes in Washington. That's the insanity that Travis was talking about earlier. They constantly say one thing and do something different. They constantly come into our neighborhood when they need our vote or act like they need our vote, and then they ride off into the sunset on that Harley. Just like we played a while ago. And act like they never knew. So how long are we going to continue? Leo, 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 Mr. Dale, do y'all, me and Travis, uh, Robert, do y'all really believe, and I'm being honest, do y'all really believe there's a coronavirus out there? Absolutely. Yep. I know some people that have I know some people that have it, and I know some people that have died from it. There's something out there. Do you catch it? Hey, hold on. Robert, Robert, when the last time you had the flu? I had the flu right after Thanksgiving, and that's, right, the, point that I was about to make. that's the point that I was about to make. I had something that was, had the symptoms worse than the flu. They told me they were going to do a test on me. They stuck that thing all the way up my nose, down in my throat, told me it was going to be uncomfortable. They said I was negative for flu, but they told me they was going to give me an antibiotic. And I still, if I go upstairs and get the, the thing, it's one of the best antibiotics that you can take. So my question to them was, if I don't have the flu, why are you giving me these antibiotics? They said, you seem to have a respiratory infection. Okay. Now, Let's you? go back to Thanksgiving. Yeah, hold on for one second. Let's go back to Thanksgiving. This is what I'm talking about, traditions that have been turned into something and polished up and made look good. Thanksgiving is a massacre. And I'm willing to bet $1,000 to anybody who wants that they use those animals that we call turkeys that we massively eat once a year during Thanksgiving to introduce this to the entire American public. Hello. Fuck that tradition. <laughs> Me too. I, I'm with all that. I'm on. I'm yeah, with all that. We hear you, Mr. Bell. I'm with all that. Fuck that tradition. You know? They're just, they're just trying to set us up and try to wipe us out again. Wipe us and something to wipe us out. Why they open, like, like someone said earlier, why they open some beauty salon where we go, where most of us spend our dang on money. We like barbershops. Like they say like barbershops. 
You know, we like shopping, like spending money, because we're we, we, we the only people in the, in the world that keep money in our community for one day. Maybe one day. You know? But we got to understand, man, this is this this stuff here is, a, is, is a pretty much a wake-up call for all of us. Everything that's going down now, like you're talking about that nigga stuff and all that, man, about the, you know, teaching man at the bottom and that stuff like that, man, it doesn't let you know what we're around. You know, this ain't no secret to none of us. And it, it ain't like what you hear, what we hear, that, that is, that's no secret. We all know, we all know that they feel this way. So, you know, then they got a court, then they got a court, then they got a president, they can't go back in. They really believe that. So if he get in again, there's going to be some problems. You know, because he ain't got nothing to lose. Like, what did he say? He ain't got nothing to lose. He already knows where he is. So they've been trying to wipe his eyes since day one. They've been doing a, a damn good job at it, too. Okay. Well, yep. here's my take on it. A lot of these people got talked into opening up the states. My opinion, just my opinion. They ain't got no damn mm-hmm. more stimulus money to hand out. They ain't got no more money. No, they don't. They ain't got no more money. That's it. They look at they looking for a reason to or a way to get out of coming with a number two stimulus check. Because right. that money was certainly money that was put together. And you guys know about the depression yeah. when the stock market crashed in was it twenty nine? When the stock market yeah. crashed and we was in the yeah. Great Depression. After mm-hmm. uh was it Eisenhower, Truman, or I one of the decided to go and do uh, a surplus in the Federal Reserve where they were going to put away X amount of money to help us out in case we ever went through another situation like that, i.e., a stock market crash, a catastrophe, which what they call this, this, this virus was a disaster. So they said we were, we were going to have money for them. Well, it's money, it's money. For some reason, they didn't have money. And you know why they don't have the money? Because a lot of these worthless-ass Republicans and Democrats who are in office now, Ain't doing really doing shit, but getting a paycheck. Kept giving themselves raises every year. That's all they do. Hey, they give themselves raises. Hey, hey, they uh, keep brother. Right. Steve, let me finish. Uh, okay, I thought you were finished, but sorry about that. They they take all this money. They give themselves raises. They go ahead and do it. They they put their money in everything else, and they take money out of that out of that reserve. I don't believe there's any money left in there. I don't think they can give us another stimulus check. I don't think there's a dime in there. I really don't. We make some not, money. Not a couple of trees, to be honest with you. I don't think it's in there. So if you guys want to think that the reason they opened the state back up was because they wanted to get business going again, I think it's because they didn't want to give y'all give nobody another stimulus check. So they don't have it in the bank to give. They don't have it. Now, Steve, go ahead. Before you say that, the United States, we make the money. Trust me, dog. There's so much money that's unaccountable for. Trust me when I say that. I got to ask a question to everybody that's listening tonight. I just want y'all to think about it. You don't have to elaborate on it. You don't have to say nothing. Hold that thought, you, hold on. You asked me the same question. I got to ask you the same question you just asked me. How do you know there's money in there? Come on, man. You're going to actually tell me. I don't know. Can I, 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 can
Let me ask you: Do you think we are broke? Do you really think the United States is broke? Yep. Man. Oh, God, they gave us a little cheese to keep from. Man, this stuff is designed. This stuff is designed, brother. We are blind. I say everybody got the little old check. Nigga, we got their nails done, their hair done. They, they, they got. We happy. Us black folks is happy. So. And, and, and let me move on. And, and I'm gonna ask this question. I want I want to listen just to think about this. Obama was in office for eight years. Every year you heard from Farrakhan, Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson. You had heard from all these so-called black leaders. Brothers on this line, where are we at now? Where are they at now? If I leave that alone. This man is killing this this man is killing this country and us black leaders is sitting there sitting here blind. We are blind and we're letting this bullshit happen. Hold on, Robin, I'm finish. I'm glad that we can talk about the issue. But I'm asking everybody that's listen. If you got a couple hundred or whatever on this phone, listen. We got to. It started with the strong black man. We got to get our community back. Please. Leon, come Leon. Go Jeffy Duffy. You don't know how many people y'all are saved. We're not finished, brother. Go ahead, Robert. No, Go ahead, well, the thing is, if you're a leader, you lead no matter how many people are behind you. That's your life. That's your passion, is to gather people together, manage the situation, look at a problem, get with a team of people, come up with a solution, and move. When Obama became the president, if it didn't do anything else for black people other than say that's something in my lifetime that I thought I would never see one of my people do. If it didn't crash you through the ceiling and say there's no limitations on me, there's no limitations on my mind anymore, if it didn't expose you to a different kind of inspiration, to a different kind of peace, then I have to question your education and your perception. That's what I would have to do. If it didn't do anything other than that, now, what I'm saying about these leaders, because people thought that we were done, they put we shall overcome on repeat, and they sang it throughout those whole eight years of his presidency. We have overcome. We've made it. So those leaders didn't have no backup because everybody became silent. The masses of our people that we've made it. We don't have to do nothing else now. And then we got introduced to Satan himself in the form of a man that has signed an executive order that says, I have to call him now, President Trump. A man that sent out a stimulus had his name on it. We can go back and do the research and see when the ones from Obama and Bush went out. Did they have their names on it? Maybe they did. Now, <laughs> the first one of the questions that you asked, Steve, do I think that America is broke? 
Hell yeah, America is broke. But the Federal Reserve is not broke. Because they play every country against the other. Hey, we were Hold on, Steve. We were $22 trillion in debt. And the Republicans always say they want to be conservative and manage goddamn money. They lie to us every time they get in office. They spin, baby spin, baby spin, baby spin. If we were $22 trillion in debt before this coronavirus hit, let's go look at the ticket right now and see how much in debt we are. We would never dig ourselves out this whole financial. And if we sell all them 40 acres and all them mules that they promised to our ancestors. Say it again. And that is the whole entire United States. And then some. So, so Leon, yeah, Duffy, Johnson, do you think we broke? And I want to hear from somebody else. Do y'all actually believe we are broke as a country? Do y'all We're actually believe that? Do you believe that? trying to bank your country. Nah. Okay, do, let me ask you a question. Do y'all really believe this country is broke? We no. make money. This is probably the richest country in the world, and y'all think we broke? No, we make money. If I had the best of money right now, President Trump probably got a, a trillion dollars stashed away. A trillion dollars is nothing when we're talking about the world. Steve, how much money you want to bet? I'll show you right now that we're not the richest country in the world. How much money you want to bet right now? No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bet because you you did your research, but you actually think America is broke. Okay, well, check this out. They tell us that America is the richest country in the world. America is not even on the top ten list when it comes to finances in the world. Somebody told a lie one day. So you believe that? Yes. I know this to be true. It used to be believe it from knowing something. I know on this phone right now, there are several there are several people on this line that walk the street in the hometown that we all share. And I'm listening to people that was able to express themselves as adolescents. At the skating rink with braids, looking at girls, dancing, and being adolescent. But listen to us on this line right now. It's a bunch of distinctive black men on this line tonight. And guess what? We are, they're more afraid of us than Kobe. I bet you that. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, no doubt. They play day See, that's the point. The point is to continue to gather like minds together. We might not agree on everything, but find some pros and work together in unison and save our people, save ourselves, save our community. And then if the cup fills up on our side and starts spilling over the dam on their side, let the world change. But see, we are the key to the change. See, I heard a brother earlier talk about some Israelites and stuff like that. I heard a brother earlier say that he was a little confused by what he was being taught because those traditions 
that we have been taught before. That's all they had to work with. Come on now, we got more to work with now. They did with they made a way out of nowhere with what they had. And guess what? We on a different highway now. We live in a different time now. We can't continue to think that we can do things the way that they did it and get a different result. You tell me if the churches are full of women, why are the women in the church saying that they can't find a good man? Hello? It's crazy. Somebody lying. Somebody's been lying. That's the problem. And that's the point. We were raised to be taught these things. We were were raised this way. And all we do is pass that stupidity on to our kids, and we expected our kids to pass that stupidity on to their kids. Now, we were raised that way. I'm sorry. We were raised. We were raised okay. on this whole white Jesus thing. We were raised on. Okay. Okay. You can do that. It, it okay. makes you feel good. You do it. But I'm trying to tell you that this ain't the way it is. He's not your savior. Not him. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Rob. I don't. Made him talk about the Israelites. He talked about it. See, we don't talk about this stuff. We don't want to talk about it. That's been the biggest problem with us as a people. We don't discuss it because we are so headstrong on God and Jesus. And that's all we need to worry about. We can't get you can't get into a discussion with any of them regarding anything in the Bible that you're not going to talk about God and Jesus and tell them that they are Lord and Savior and they this and that. If you're going to do all that, if you're going to, if you're going to try to go away from that. They will shut you down, tune you out, rebuke you, and do They don't want to hear from you. They don't want to hear from you. And you can come at them with facts on top of facts on top of facts on top of facts, and all they're going to do is keep rebuking you. They'll call you here. They'll call you because they don't want to hear the truth. That's the problem with the truth. That's why we're in the position we are today. The truth hurts everybody. The truth hurts I, I, I understand that. I, I, I understand that. Okay, I'm listening to you, brother. The truth is the truth, no matter who it hurts. A lie don't care who tells it. Y'all need to understand that. But the truth, if, if it's going to be effective, you have to listen to it. And you have to understand that in order for it to absorb is you have to have some type of belief that what somebody's saying is the truth. If you didn't, it wouldn't be it. If I stood in right now and said, oh, my God, Jesus is standing in front of me right now. If I turned that camera around and you saw Jesus, you would believe it because you want to see it so bad. You want to see it so bad. You so now what I you don't believe what you want to believe. And that's how they hook you into doing everything. So, understand, once again, your beliefs are your beliefs. Nobody's telling you that you shouldn't believe in anything. Nobody's telling you that you shouldn't follow for this, you shouldn't follow. Nobody's saying that. What I'm saying is your beliefs are your beliefs. That's all I want everybody to understand. We are good as far as that goes. But I do realize and I do know that there's a lot of stuff in that book that's nothing but stories. That's all they are, stories for you to live your life by. Those characters never existed. They didn't exist. 
we made up stories. And that I can prove. Now. I got a see, question when you finish. Go ahead, Steve. I said I have a question when you finish. You are go ahead, Robert. Go do your question, Robert. Here's a question. This is to the audience that's listening to this broadcast and to the people on the panel. Give me one amazing reason why any church should follow this view. Any church should follow this. The president of the United States, the one that said drink, uh, inject disinfectant and the suicide rate went up. And guess what? Guess what, Robert? And I hope y'all brothers that's listening got something to say before we get off this show. And I, I might I might be the stupid stupid one. I might not have the knowledge. But I'm I I, I want y'all to think, man. This shit is designed. Do you know how many yep. black folks are back in this land? That's you know why I'm asking the black, you, you know how many black Republicans you have? And I'm going to mm-hmm. say this again. I, I, I wish somebody else talk. And I want y'all to think about it. We got the most powerful military, uh, military in the world. Yeah, we don't. And I don't care what y'all say. Think about it, brother. Ask yourself. We eat. We get these project people the food stamps every month and the welfare checks. We feed, we crumb feed y'all. We crumb feed you. And y'all up here saying America is broke. I wish somebody else elaborate on that. This shit is designed, and I'm going to say this again, Robert, I told you this three weeks ago. Until the black man. And to me, Robert, Duffy, Bell, Leon, Travis, until we decide that we want to stand up and go get our community back. We got the lost arm, brother. We got the lost fucking arm. And go get our community back. Because this man, these white, white Americans, are saying us some crime. We done got a little raid on our job, and we done move on out of whitey, whitey land, and we forgot about the niggas that we were raised with. That's what I'm frustrated with. I'm done. Somebody else wants to chime in? Come on. Yeah. One thing that we need to know is that, you know, we've been, perception is everything. A person can tell you something. Can you hear me better now? That's better. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, it'll be better. Anyway, we, we was... This bell. Okay. We, like, you know, like we saying, we was, we've been bamboozled from the time we came here, from the time we live now. We still don't, but we still, like like Travis said earlier, we still, you know, into this la-la world that, you know, we we supposed to be, you know, we, we still following this system they have. And this is what's, what's going on with the United States with us. I'm talking about black folks. I ain't talking about nobody else. Black people going to be who they are, and that's, they, they're who they are, and they ain't going to change. Not for none of our black guys, no way. So, 
what I'm saying to us, we we we've been we've been bamboozled and we've been name changed and everything. We were called color folks, we called black folks, we were called these kind of people. We have to realize that it ain't no it ain't no outlet for us in America unless we can't let let this American system change. I don't care how much money you make or who you are. To them, you, to them, you feel that N word. You know. So what we had to do is change this thing. We had to turn to where we supposed to be as like as men. You know, we had to you know you know, I know most of the gathering the phone, they they good family men like me, we see all of us, you know, we did we, we we did the best we can best we can do to raise our kids, you know. But one thing about it, we still have to go back into the community like Steve said. But it start with learning these kids the law. Nobody even talk about things like this. So it start with learning our kids, our black kids, the law, because they don't teach kids the law in, in classroom. So once they understand the law, they can understand. They they might understand the certain thing they do. They get in certain certain situations. But we have to make sure that we stick together as black strong black men, even not your own kids. You know, you mean Steve? No, we got a lot of kids, not our own. We got a lot of them. You know. But we have to learn how to, you know, we, it just it just one of them things that we just got to turn to the most high and just believe in who we are and forget all this foolishness, you know, and some people still believe in this blonde hair, white, this blonde hair, blue eyes, white Jesus, and, some, and, they, that, and they stuck on it. Like Travis said, they're not going to change from that. But we got to sit together as brothers and stay together as brothers, you know. That's all I got to say. Okay, hold on, man. Let, let me, let me, let me uh, say a little, little something to that. And you said mm-hmm. we'll teach our kids to learn the law. And I agree with you 100% right. on that. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and throw some blame out there. And I know Steve will be the first one to defend it, to say, no, nah, that ain't it, that ain't it. So let me go ahead and get Steve out the way and say, Steve, I just want you to say this right <laughs> now. Say this, but get it out the way, Steve. No, nah, Travis, you're wrong. Just say it one time for me, Steve. I will. Say it
the domestic violence cases that went up, the divorce rates gonna be off the chain when this thing is lifted because we are not trying to co we're not trying to coexist. There's no cohesiveness in the black community and it's not even in the black family anymore. So when people sit right. here and try to tell me that what we need to do is go get this and go get that in the community, you go do it. I'm gonna tell you why. Because that situation ain't gonna work because their mindset is already poisoned to the hundredth degree. They're not gonna listen to what we got to say. What we have to do is educate the ones that's in that's the ones that's in front of them. We have to educate those people. These young cats right. are not gonna listen to us. They're not gonna listen to what we have to say. You have to get at those younger ones. We gotta get them real quick. Those who we need to appeal to. Because we're done as far as this, this generation here and these kids behind us, man, they ain't gonna do nothing. They're gonna they're gonna continue doing dumb stuff until they all drop like flies. We are lucky to even have a remnant of a black race. We make up nine nine percent of the population of the United States, and we commit sixty-eight. I'm sorry, about fifty-eight percent of the crimes in the United States. Make those numbers match up. They don't, because everybody that you know is in. All our children, all of all of our children, our brothers, sisters, everybody, they are locked up, and our our population has gone down. If they ain't in prison, they're dead. Yeah. So Travis, they're still part of the system, though. Okay, but you don't, but, hold on. Yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't make a difference if they're still part of the system. It doesn't make a difference. What I'm telling you is, is that we'll make, we make up 9% of the population, period. That's on, that's on a general consensus. When they do them, when they do a census form, they don't get up to every last single solitary last one of them. They just take them to that city and do it as a, as a whole, and they add the prison population to it. That's how they get the system. Right now, we're nine percent, and I believe we're nine. I thought I thought it was, I thought it was fourteen. I mean, I'm not. We started fourteen. It was nine last time I yeah. checked. It could possibly have jumped up. I doubt it, but it could possibly have jumped up to fourteen. But what I'm saying is, right. is that we are we are not even we're not even the second we're not even second in line now. Mexicans have passed. No, we, we, we we're still on the bottom, brother. We're still about it's, it's, and we're going to continue it's part of the to be curve. there. We're going to continue to be there on the bottom until we understand that we are worth more than what these people are giving us credit for. So if you get to sit in your house all day and all you get told is you're sorry like your daddy, you're a piece of shit, you ain't going to amount to nothing, you're probably going to end up dead in prison. When you start putting that mindset in these children, you know what they're going to do? Hey, exactly what you put them out there to do. So when you talk about trying to unify and get these kids to understand, their minds are already warped. There's nothing that you can do to change it because the, the, the actual true pill has been put in. Red pill, blue pill, brothers. Red pill or blue pill. Which one are you going to take? So if you're going to say this, what you need to understand is you want to go in these, communi- <laughs> in these communities, knock on these doors, you want to try to get these folks to listen, if you already got a headstrong head of the household that's going to tell you to go fuck yourself, then there's no need to even worry about it. Because the general consensus yeah. of everybody in that area is the same thing as what that head of the household just told you. Hey, Robert. Robert, are you there? Robert. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, I'm here. Okay, how many people you got online right now that can talk? Uh, right now on the line with us, we have five people. Okay, I want you to. And I, 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 I don't know if Mr. Duff is still there. I don't know. Yes, if sir, he is. Leon, 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 Leon,
Okay, Jeffrey, uh, Coach, I want you to, Coach, you've been in the school system probably 20 some years. I know you have saved a lot of kids' life. Coach Bell, Coach Leon, I know you have saved a lot of kids' life. Travis, you did security at Cleverdale Park. You took a couple kids under your wing and you saved their life. So, Bell, you were saved it like Robert. How many kids have you saved their life? And nobody, everybody think I'm a stupid, I'm an asshole. It's no problem as a black man. Please, Robert, let them guys that you got online just give us a look. Because y'all always just, just choking last five hours. Because this ain't enough time. So, Robert, can you let them guys elaborate on this? Absolutely. Travis, who you want to go with first? George, either one of them, it really doesn't make any difference at this point because I know where Steve is going with this, and it's, it's that same old, the same old thing around the bend we go through every time. So just go ahead, man. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see what they got to say. Let's hear what they got to say. All right. Hey, I'll know. This Coach Duffy. Me and Steve grew up on the same street, same place, went through the same schools, uh, you know, with some of the biggest buttheads in the school. But as we grew older, we got a little smarter about, you know, what we should and shouldn't do. But where did we get that from? You know, just like everybody that turns into something. You had a mentor, you had a parent, you had a grandmother, you had a grandfather, you had an uncle, you had an aunt. You had somebody, if not all of those, that tried to instill certain things in you that one day that light would go on and it would click. So, like he was saying, I've been in the school system a long time, and I see these parents come in, and they just shake their head like, what am I going to do with this kid? And the kids are just straight assholes, just but just, you know, stupid and acting up and this and that. But being with them every day, all day, you get to you get to see what's inside them because they're going to show you eventually who they really are. And a lot of times I'll look at them parents when they're doing that and when they're shaking their head and when they're saying it, and I tell them, don't stop doing what you're doing. Don't stop because they're listening. One day it's going to click, and I love it when I see these people. I'm in the middle school. I love it when I see these people later years down, and they come say, you, my baby than this and my baby than that, and you'd be so proud of them. And I tell them, yep. I figured that, you know, they're going to change. I feel we, we, we got a chance, man. Can you imagine what, what our ancestors, what our, our grandparents, the way they looked at us and, and the people in their, in their time looked at us and shook their head and said, man, these people ain't got a chance. I guarantee you my elementary teachers, if you ask any one of them and they remembered me, where do they think I am right now? And they'll probably say in dead or jail. Dead or in jail, guaranteed. 
no ifs, no ands, no buts about it. And in reality, I never got close to that. So I think it's a chance for us. I feel it's a chance. Duffy. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Duffy. Uh, yes. You know what I like to call an exception to the rule. Okay. You're an exception. So you I'm an exception to the rule. Right. I woke up before it was too late. Some of these folks are not. They are, they are in what is called the functioning coma. I, I don't. I, I disagree, Travis, that he's an exception to the rule. He is an exception to the rule. No, no, no. Hey, hey, I'm going to tell, hey, tell you why I disagree that he's an exception to the rule. Okay. Because if you know the people that's on this line, if you walked around the streets of Waco with them, every person that's on this line had something about them that put them in what we call the in-crap. What I mean yeah. is their, their makeup, their character is leadership. Now, you heard the man say that him and Steve were the biggest butts in the school. At that time, it may not have been all the correct leadership, but the leadership skills was there. Even when his elementary teachers told him, this is where... You're gone. Prison or the grave. His mindset was there may be some people that live in my community that's going there, but that's not where I'm going. Therefore, I am standing right here right now as an example that I'm different. I'm not an exception. The thing is, how many of those people do we need to keep putting these shows in front of, of this reality that I once was you, but look at me now. See, this is why I said for eight years, not just black America, all of America and all of the world got to see a black man in leadership. Thank you. See, sometimes it's not the first one that's through the door, it's how quick the next one gets through the door. Now, you don't have to be a president at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. What I'm asking folks to do is be a president in your house. You know your address. You know the surroundings that you're in, and you are the key to changing. Just hey, like hey, Mr. Duff. Rob, I got to make one. I never told you this, Jesse. I never told you this. See, right now, I love this show, man, because I'm in tears right now. I'm in tears. Jeffrey. I ain't never told you this, brother, but you said that teacher told us we'll be dead in jail. And I'm in tears, dude. Jeffrey, I ain't never told you this. Man, you saved my fucking life, man. You saved my fucking life. I came to your house every fucking day. You had a mom. You had a daddy, a stepdaddy. And he treated me better than he treated his own fucking kids, man. He treated me. So you can't tell me that the black man can't save this world, man. We doing that now. Mm. And I mean that. I mean that. See, everybody saying these kids, we have to, we have to get up and go get them. Plus, Mr. D, 
told me over and over and over, like a broke record on the radio that you hear and don't like, but they put it in front of you so many times, you start singing it. So when those folks start telling me, keep on living, you might not hear me now, but it will click, like Mr. Duffy said. And when it clicked, I had it and couldn't nobody take it from me. Y'all too near me not to hear it, but I'm going to be quiet because we got less than seven minutes left, and we're going to give Travis back his show. But please, brother, share this and come back. Please. Because we need to hear from you. I need to hear more from Leon. I need to hear more from Mr. Bear. Thank you, Travis. All right. Well, hey, I can I ask you. one question real quick? Can I ask one question? From from being here in Texas, I, I looked at CNN last night, right? And I saw y'all mayor on, on CNN. And... Yeah. She was she was talking about how she now has to battle against the governor. That's that that was crazy for me to to hear that that your mayor has to fight against the governor because she wants to save people's lives. Let me explain that to you so you guys will know. The city of Atlanta is Fulton County. Fulton County is the, uh, is the uh, county seat of the state of Georgia. Atlanta is the capital of, of Georgia. Atlanta's the capital. The gold dome is right in Atlanta. It's right next door to City Hall. So if, if if the mayor says, I don't care what the governor says, I'm going to keep the city shut down, the gold dome is in Atlanta. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all catch what I'm saying here? Yeah. We, Anybody? The gold dome is in Atlanta. No, I got you. So the mayor is we saying, we so the mayor is saying, I'm shutting Atlanta down. I don't care what you say. I think that you're too early with opening up this state and allowing this. So I got I have an obligation to the citizens of the city of Atlanta. Your dome just happened to be in the city of Atlanta. And right. I have an obligation to keep the city shut down. And the go and the governor said, Well, but, I'm the but, governor and I'm telling you to open right. the city up. He overruled the he overruled the mayor. He overrules the mayor, but the mayor still has an obligation to her constituency and the people of the city of Atlanta and uh to keep the city closed. She she now like, she's doing she's doing the right she's doing the right thing. Because of course she is. the governor the governor is trying to follow Trump is basically what he's right, doing. Right, but who's winning? Who's yeah, gonna win that battle though? Right, right.
But 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 they couldn't have in restaurants open in Atlanta now. <laughs> uh, not you sure it's Atlanta or is it, is it unincorporated as or is it Fulton County? Are you sure it's the Fulton County? No, Fulton County. Fulton County. I'm talking about the city of Atlanta, incorporated. No, 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 no. She 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 telling people to stay home. But she don't have the authority to shut nothing down. Okay. Yeah, she don't have the authority no more. She don't have the authority no more. No, she don't have authority. She don't. No, she don't have authority no more. That's why she's frustrated. Yeah, that's why she's frustrated. She letting you know. I would try to call. She can control the city of Atlanta. Now, she can right, do look, that. Look, but look, look, she, look, we got, we got to shut this down, man. We got two minutes left, and I'm not going to sit up and go back and forth. I know what the governor said. I know what the mayor said. I'm telling you what was said. So if you got, you, hey, we can do what we do, get the research done, and we'll come back and we'll do this again next week. Uh, we got about yep. two minutes left. Let's go ahead and thank everybody for being on the panel tonight. I want to thank, I want to especially thank uh, uh, Bill, Duffy, Steve, Leon, uh, Bill, uh, uh, Robert, John, Leon. Yeah, everybody came on. Everybody's on Facebook Live. I appreciate your comments, questions, and concerns. Uh, I I really appreciate you guys. We're gonna do this again next Tuesday. Don't forget about Silent Words Unleashed with Robert Drake. That's on Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We will be back on Tuesday. Once again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you guys coming on the show. We're gonna do this again. I'm telling you. We're going to do this again next week. It's a very stimulating conversation. A lot of good, good ideas, a lot of great feedback. So I'm glad we did that. I want you guys to understand that. We will see you next week. Robert, you got anything before we say goodbye? No, I appreciate everybody showing up. I'm going to send out everybody a copy of the show that they can share with their friends, post it up on your Facebook page, spread the message, reach one. Teach one. Keep up the good work, fellas. Keep up the good work. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. New dawn, it's all day. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. New dawn, it's all day. Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel. New dawn, it's all day. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me.
and he shoots from the hip. Not to make any friends, but to make a chance to reach one, to teach one, to leave something in the archive far after he's gone. Folks, you've been listening to the point with Mr. Travis Evanson. I hope you enjoy it. It's on demand. Hashtag Trapdoor Media Group. Or hashtag Travis Evanson. So all a good night. <laughs>